Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and today I'm here with the amazing and wonderful Renee Spears. But before I go into introducing her and our topic today, which is Spirit Guides 101, uh, I would like to invite you to take a minute to get to know yourself a little bit better. Go out to <laughs> brain, brain stall, superpowerquiz.us. Uh, take 60 seconds and find out what your particular strongest spiritual giftedness is. Again, that's superpowerquiz.us. And today we are going to talk about Spirit Guides 101, everything you've always wanted to know about Spirit Guides, which is a big promise. So I'm going to hold you to that, Renee. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. So Renee Spears is a channeler for Spirit Guides, a spiritual advisor, and a business and life mentor. Her mission is to assist souls in their spiritual evolution by delivering Spirit Guide messages, elevating vibrations, and teaching how to embrace peace and happiness. Renee also hosts the Umbundology Post podcast a bundology podcast there we go <laughs> welcome it's good to have you with me yeah i'm excited to be here and talk about this today absolutely before we dig into spirit guides i'd like to know a little bit about you and how you came to where you are in this moment you know i introduce all these amazing people and they're like oh she channels and does all this stuff and she must not be normal like me <laughs> but we all have these winding paths into where we end up and we kind of grow into those big shoes. So how did this unfold for you? Well, when I was younger, I used to uh, lay under this big tree in our front yard when I was growing up and I would just daydream and whatever I daydreamed came true. So oh. I, I know. So I was manifesting and, you know, creating things, but I didn't know it at that time. I just thought that that's how life was. So and I continued on with that till I was about 22 and, and in a relationship and my husband at the time, you know, wanted to go on a vacation. I'm like, OK, well, let's just dream about it so it can come true. And that was the first time that I heard that other people don't do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what, did, what did he say when you said, let's do this? He's like, what are you talking about? You're, that's crazy. People don't do that. And so, you know, <laughs> my whole life up to that point, I had done that. And so, it worked a treat. <laughs> and it worked. Yes, it worked. Um, so I did uh, own a mortgage company for about 20 years. So I went into the mortgage industry and I sold that a few years ago. And um, I was just done with it. I'd done it for a long time. And I ran my business by my intuition and listening mm. to what my guides had to say. And it was real, some really different things than other people were doing. And it worked out fabulous. We were the number one company in Oregon, you know, like five different times. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So. Give me an example of how this would play out for you, like in a regular routine daily sort of scenario, because I think a lot of us think of like interacting with our higher self or our spirit guides as, you know, something we take out special time and climb up on the mountain to do. Yeah. So it would just be, I would have an idea throughout the day, like, oh, I should call Joe Schmo Realtor and ask if he wants to do this. 
out of, I would just get these messages in my head or ideas. Let's just say ideas. Ideas. And how are they different from like your regular brain ideas? They have more power behind them. Hmm. Like a regular brain idea would be like, yeah, that sounds good. Let me plan that out and maybe someday I'll do this. But these type of aha moments or downloads were like, I'm doing this right now. There was a sense of urgency to do Ah. it now. Yes. Yes. Um, So I would call Joe Schmo Realtor and get something going. And so a lot of the stuff was marketing ideas, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, oh, we should, you know, fill Easter eggs with surprises and hide them around town. You know, <laughs> and have this like scavenger hunt and for- have this scavenger hunt and get business that way versus, you know, cold calling or direct mail, that sort of and thing. networking and all the usual stuff that we're taught to do in business. Exactly. Yeah. So it was really gave me the freedom to kind of break the business rules like you're talking about that we're taught. Yeah. Yeah. And did you get pushback from any of your your contacts, your realtor partners or whomever? They all pretty much flowed with it. Well, once you become successful, you know, you don't really get a lot of pushback because they are wanting what you have. Yeah, it's like the last time I did something weird with her, it worked. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, often it would at first when nobody was really interested as I was growing the business, I just did what I wanted. And so then it was became so successful, though, that then people wanted to get on that bandwagon and whatever crazy idea I had would be on board with it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you built your credibility little I by little. It. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Over many years. Yes, exactly. Well, and it's a wonderful way to serve because so many people end up in unfortunate financial situations because they got into the wrong mortgage or took out the wrong loan or whatever it was. Yeah. And that's actually how I started in that industry, my own company. My uh, mom was gay and she was trying to get a home loan with her partner and the bank turned them down because it was two women on the mortgage. Now, this is a long time ago. Yeah. But But, still, yeah, (laughs) still. And so I said, well, I'm going to do it. And I did her home loan. And then, of course, I did her friend's home loans. And pretty soon that was a big part of my clientele, people that other companies, you know, didn't want to help. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. Yeah. So you did this for a long time then. How long were you in your company? Well, I owned my company for 20 years, but like 30 years in the mortgage industry. Yeah. So you kind of saw all of the ebbs and flows there. You name it. I saw it. Yes. <laughs> what What was your sign that it was time to get out? I was driving home from work one day. Don't you love it how you remember these exact moments of, you know, of the these pivotal moments? Yes. Exactly. And I remember I had the song on and the radio down. And in that moment, once again, the sense of urgency, I need to sell. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to sell my business. So I drove home another mile or so. I had a good girlfriend that um, was a business broker and I called her and said, I'm ready to sell my business. And it was just like that, that easy. Wow. I know. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone's tried to sell a business, that's not typical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it took a few years for the business to actually finalize and sell, but I made the decision in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and just because you've decided to sell doesn't always mean there's a buyer out there. I know we've got a friend whose father has been trying to sell his business uh, practically for as long as we've known him. 
Yeah. And so, you know, I keep sending energy and good vibes that direction. Hopefully this time it'll take. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. So you had this, okay, I'm ready to release the business. I'm ready to sell it. Did you get your next step right away or how did that play out? I didn't. I didn't know what I was going to do next. And, um, but I knew it was going to be something. I've always had this feeling that the second half of my life is the reason I'm here this lifetime and the good, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. And so I, I had to make room for it. I had to make room for whatever was next. So there was probably about six months where I really had no idea what I was going to do next. And, and how did you cope with that? Because some people have real trouble being at loose end like that. My husband's one of these people. It's, he doesn't have the plan. It makes him nuts. Yeah. It, and especially after being on a schedule, you know, uh, with mortgage rates, there's timing and stuff involved in that oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so the first week I stayed in my pajamas, did puzzles and ate chocolate and it was heaven. It was heaven. Yes. <laughs> and then the second week it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? So yeah. it was really getting in touch with myself again of like, what, did, what do I want my life to be? What do I like? I've been working so hard for all these years. I, I was, didn't really know myself. Yeah, well, and you, you gain this identity as I'm the mo mortgage broker lady, right? As opposed to just being Renee. Yes, yes. And I at that time, I did a lot of talks and stuff. It was, this was in Portland, Oregon. And I would be out to dinner and somebody would say, oh, I saw you do this talk on such and such. So it was my, like you're saying, my whole identity was wrapped up in that role. So I got to unwrap it, you know, and <laughs> go back to like, who am I? What am I here for? Yeah. So how did you start to explore your Renee-ness? I did nothing. I, ah. I did nothing. There would be some days and I'm not out of depression. I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't do the dishes, nothing. I would just sit, look out the window and just be amazed at how wonderful nature was. Lots of hiking, lots of traveling, that sort of stuff. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. I, I think many of us aspire to be able to have that kind of time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. So what did you discover about Renee in this, in these quiet moments? Well, I discovered that in the past I had pushed for things. Mm. So I, I pretty much have been, had a very fortunate life where anything I wanted I've had. But sometimes I thought the way through that was hard work and pushing and yes. striving and all that stuff. That Well, and that's what we're taught to do, right? Yep. Buckle down, give it 110%, plan it out, have, have multiplicity of plans. Yeah. Yep. A, B, C, D. Yep, exactly. Yep. Check, 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 check. <laughs> and then I remembered laying under that tree, you know, daydreaming. And because I had all this time now in my life, I started daydreaming again. And then that's when I started to, you know, the magic started to happen of, and I clearly I've always been um, intuitive and, and been able to follow the messages that I get, but this is when the stuff really amped up. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So was it, was there anything in particular you did beyond just having the time to sit in in peace to kind of amp that up? I know a lot of us like things to do. <laughs> yeah, and that was part of the beauty of this is I didn't do anything. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I went hiking and I read books and, you know, did puzzles and, you know, took care of my health, that sort of thing. But no, um, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, there was no, (laughs) no, no structure, no goal, no objective. Just yeah. Just I know the next thing is going to be incredible and it'll be here soon enough. So let me enjoy this time. There you go. That is a beautiful thing to be able to have that level of patience. I know a lot of us, when we start to wake up and get called into that second phase of life, get a little impatient. Yeah. With with the I don't I've got this urgency, but I don't know what to funnel it into yet. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's quite common. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So spirit guides, when did you start getting into spirit guides and channeling as a thing? How did that show up for you? Well, while I owned my company, I had many employees, of course, and um, I guess you could call it coaching with them. But really what was happening when I was coaching them was I was getting messages to pass on to them, like whatever it may be, take, take a week off and recharge your energy and then come back, you know, those sort of things. So I had been doing that while I was running my company. I just Mm -hmm. didn't really tell anybody I was doing that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's it's one thing to give the advice. It's another thing to cop to where it came from. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I got brave, told my friends, you know, this is what I'm doing and please come and let me practice on you. So there was probably about, I don't know, four or five months where I just practiced. You know, I did readings for free and and really started honing my skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was there a moment when it's like, okay, it's time to shift into paid work? How did that look for you? Wow, I have to say, I don't even remember that moment. So um, I think that's very interesting now that I'm looking back because I would do some friends for free. Then I started charging people half price while I was practicing. And mm-hmm. then at a certain point, I, I don't remember the point even. Yeah, it just, just kind of evolved kind of naturally. Evolved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I kind of started that way myself as well. It was like, uh, whatever you feel the value of this has been to you. You know, it doesn't have to be cash. It can be whatever, you know, and I, I got some interesting exchanges. Yes. I <laughs> and bet. then it, one day it was just like, yeah, no, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time. <laughs> Absolutely. So spirit guides, in your experience, what's your definition of a spirit guide? They are highly evolved souls or beings that have... Um, kind of mastered the earthly plane that are there to help guide us through, you know, our life journey, help us navigate all the stuff down here. Yeah. I I think of them as my God squad. And they're almost like, if you think about a moonshot, the guys that are sitting in Cape Canaveral. (laughs) Yes, there you go. I like that. That's a good example. (laughs) So we all have a, a team then? Yeah, everybody has a team. And um, I'm talking specifically about, I call them your everyday grocery store guides, because there's a whole bunch of other help that we get to with a master's, ascended master's, angels, um, animal, you know, animals that help Animal us, spirits. Animal yeah. spirits, um, you know, fairies, those sort of things. So it's really unlimited, the, the help that we have out there right. available to us. Yeah. Yeah. In my experience, I kind of have this core team that's like five or or six 
And then there are like these specialists that kind of rotate in and out depending on what phase of growth I'm in. Yeah, that's pretty common that you have between like four and eight guides. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you're starting a new business, you might have a new one ro- rotate in or you're falling in love. There's actually love guides that that's their specialty and they may rotate in or moving from one half of your life to the second half of your life, some of the team might switch out a little bit. Yeah, and and more than just the usual one or two. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly so. So what what do you tell people who are like, well, that's nice, but I've never been able to to tell that that I even have this team. How do you, how do you introduce people into this? Well, I think maybe you just don't know, haven't noticed what signs you are getting because Mm. they're so prevalent in dreams. For instance, you might just be thinking, oh, it was just a dream or it was just a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the synchronicities are kind of easy to palm off that way. Oh, it was a coincidence. No, it was carefully orchestrated. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And if you look back in your life to, you know, know, when you met your partner, when you got the job, when when you found your home that you live in, all of that stuff, you know, it's, it's, um, there aren't coincidences and you can kind of see the pattern. Like if I had turned a different way on the street, I would not have met my partner. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I hadn't been nagged into the bowling team. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I had a girlfriend who wouldn't let up and that's where I met my husband. Really? Yeah. She's like, you have to come. I'm like, I'm a crap bowler. No, no, you have to come bowl. You need to be doing something. You can't just be sitting around moping about the divorce, blah, 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 blah. You've got to come bowl. I don't even like to bowl. No, you've did. you're going to help them. You need to come. Okay, fine. <laughs> so- <laughs> yes. See that right there. Spirit guides helping out with that. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Telling mm-hmm. her to nag the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> So we are up on our first break already. Can you believe this? No, that zoomed by. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. So everybody who's out there in Facebook land, who's um, listening to us right now in uh, listener land, uh, we would love to hear from you today on the show. We're live today and we're happy to take callers. So the that number will show up here during the break and I'll give it out during the break for the Facebook people who won't hear the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to invite you to grab your pen and grab your piece of paper and spend a little time thinking back about your dream life, for example. Are there recurring characters? Are there recurring dreams that are happening for you? What are some of the signs and symbols your team is showing you on a regular basis? Is it repeating numbers? Is it colors? Is it feathers? Is it particular animals that show up at critical times in your life? And just spend a little time with that. And hang with us, we'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renee Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. 
Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm here with my good friend, Renee Spears, and we're having a lovely conversation about spirit guides. <laughs> and uh, before we left on the break, uh, Renee was sharing that we do all have these teams and a little bit about how they start to show up for you and communicate with you. So how does one begin to establish communication if this is something that you haven't previously been aware of? Well, a couple, a couple things. One is just to start talking to them. You know, I'm going to the grocery store. Come on, spirit guides. Let's go to the grocery store. Help make sure that I get this. Remember the stuff I need to get. Make sure I see the stuff on sale. Make sure I get the great parking spot in front. You know, so just starting to open up and have a conversation with them. Yeah. It's almost like you're a little kid and your invisible friend. Yeah. These are like your adult invisible friends that you get to take with you on on certain things. Exactly. And I, I did that when I was starting to open up. I would have conversations and I don't I didn't worry initially about am I getting a response? Am I noticing a response? It's just like, okay, here here's where I'm at and what I what I'd like support around right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can also identify like something that you claim is a sign from them. So I have one client that chooses sunflowers 
And so on our reading, you know, she said, I think I'm going to choose sunflowers. And then she goes out with this guy and the guy brings her sunflowers on the date, like the next ah, night. Ah, this I, is a good like, one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. this and is so, a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she starts, of course, seeing sunflower tattoos and sunflower stickers. And so you can identify a sign, your sign, but also then really be on the lookout for yes. synchronicities, for n- angel numbers or you know, numbers or whatever your whatever chosen you sign them. has been. Yes. Well, and you don't have to limit yourself to one. I know I have clients who are like, I asked for a sign around this decision and I'm like, okay, so what are you getting? Well, I'm not sure what my sign's going to be. Well, <laughs> the communication goes better when you tell them, go ahead, looks like this and don't go, looks like that. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> or standard things, you know, which 111 to me or, you know, means something that I've identified. Other times it can just be um, gut instinct. Yeah. And then yeah. trusting that. So I think that's Which is we- the hard part, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how do we start to develop that trust? Do you, do you recommend, you know, doing a, a full header on do I marry this guy on the first thing? Or? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> so I would start with the little stuff. Like you get the idea, like, you know what? I think I need to go to Costco. I don't, I don't need anything at Costco. And this happened when I first moved here to Montana. You know, I, I'm a single person. I don't need stuff at Costco. But I'm listening to my intuition. So I go to Costco and in the, the gloves section, I meet another woman that has just met, moved here um, and we have become friends and we'd go hiking. So I know the reason I went to Costco that day was not for the toilet paper. It was <laughs> to meet her. So start acting on these things. Yeah, I, I did a lot of that when I was first waking up. I would get this Well, I have this spiritual practice where in the morning I ask, what's the most important thing for me to do today? So if you're in like that urgency of I need to get on with my mission, but I don't know what it is, you don't have to wait to know. You can just say, what's the most important thing I need to do today? And so that's what I did. And I would get this, oh, you need to go to the bookstore. And I was like, okay, I don't know why, but I would go to the bookstore. And I met... uh, a lady that I had past lives with who's become a very dear friend now because I paid attention and I went to the bookstore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the little things like that I found were really helpful. Yeah. And yeah. they help build up your trust in what you're, you're hearing. So if, if you're starting off with, should I marry this guy? Is this, I don't know. I would practice with <laughs> going to Costco or going to the bookstore. Exactly. I had this thought that I should go to the post office, but I didn't know why. Well, just do it and see what happens. And see what happens. Exactly. So um, that, that I would start with that. Just starting to listen to. And often they're the crazy ideas. Like, <laughs> Like, I should drive the long way home tonight? That was what was in my mind. It was like, take a left and go the long way. It's like, what? (laughs) Why would I take a left and go the long way? Because, just because. Yeah. Roll with us on this. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And then you may pay attention to who you meet, or you may have avoided an accident going the other way if you had gone the other way. So start, you do it, but then pay attention to what's happening to why you did it. 
Right. Well, and you can do it even on an even more granular basis, which is you get to the intersection and left, right, or straight. Yep. And just follow it. And when I first started doing that, the the small mind, right, is like, but I'm not getting there early anymore. I'm one of these people who has to be on time early. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and it's like, why is this not working? Because that's not the point. The point is not for you to arrive on time or early. The point is for you to have the smoothest trip there, to pass by the people who need your help, to meet the people that you need to meet in your life, which is not necessarily the most direct route, nor does it necessarily get you there on time. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it's the route for the highest good for everybody. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I, I kind of adopted this little motto as I was going through this phase, which is all in perfect time. Yep. And now my brain doesn't know what that is, but my soul knows what that is. And so I'm just going to roll with whatever it is. If I arrive late, I arrive late. And that's perfect. <laughs> and time is one of those things that takes us out of being, you know, where scarcity yeah. shows up. There's not enough time. If you are hurrying that you are in scarcity mode, that there's not enough time. And that kind of takes you out of that connection area. Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. It really does. And so when I find that coming up, I will just repeat my little mantra. There's always exactly enough time. I will arrive in perfect time. All is well. <laughs> All is well. Yep. All is well. <laughs> Beautiful. So how, how do they start to communicate back with you? You're having this one-sided conversation now. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go find some concert tickets. <laughs> yes. So everybody is a different way. And so I wish I could say that, you know, you just listen for this or you do this, but everybody is tuned in in a different way here. So part of this journey is discovering how they're com communicating with you. Which and what your tuned inness is. Yes. What your tuned inness is, exactly. And that requires paying attention and being and not zoning out with the phone or the TV or the, you know, all the addictions that we have in our society to being present and paying attention and looking for and expecting to see the signs and the answers and the communication from them. For what you've been asking for. And I... Now that you mentioned that, I think I may go on a, a phone fast. <laughs> I think I may go on a phone fast because I, I spend too much time on my phone doing fill in the blank, whether it's finding something we need for the house or just whiling away time. It's just time to, to go on a phone fast, I think. <laughs> well, and this is a good week to do it because we have, we're in between two eclipses and we have a Mercury retrograde tomorrow. And Jupiter is moving into Aries. And whenever that happens, that Jupiter and Aries energy, that is a good time because people on social media kind of lose their mind at that, that point. <laughs> so if you want to phone fast, this is a perfect week to do it. Yeah, you can miss all of that drama on exactly. social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So give me an example. So let's say somebody is tuned in um, through knowing as opposed to turn, tuned in. Well, give us an example for each of them. If you're a knower, if you're a seer, if you're a hearer, if you're a feeler, what are some of the ways it might show up depending on your inclination? 
Yeah. And that can vary as we talked before about empaths even being different right. levels of this. So um, I'm a knower. So I um, just know, like you, I just know. And I, that's it. I can't, ex- I, I just, and I, I think that that comes from practice, like trusting all of those mm-hmm. times. And yes. And learning to discern the mind thoughts from the given thoughts. I'm also a knower. And one of the cues for me is that it comes very neutrally. Yes. The higher thought is is extremely neutral. The stuff from my mind with a little M tends to be fraught with a fear or doubt or whatever the motivate a hunger, whatever the motivator is behind that. Mm-hmm. Or even the hows. The you know, house. Like, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. How, how do I this? How do I that? Those tend to be mind thoughts as opposed to the the knowings that just show up fully formed. All, all the detail is there and there's there's no emotion attached to it. No, no. It's just calm. It's calm. Yes. It's mm-hmm. peaceful. Yeah. 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 Um, there are other people that can see spirit guides clearly. And I think a lot of us can, when you see that flash out of the corner of your eye, like, and you look and there's nothing there, but you're like, I know I just saw a light over there. I saw some sort of a movement that often mm-hmm. is your spirit guides. Yeah. So, in the, in the peripheral in vision. The peripheral, yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't typically see, but I had, I was in a training where he was like, I want you guys to watch this. And what I found was if I focused my vision above the action, then I could, could tune into what's happening in like that lower peripheral. It's like, Oh wow. I can actually see if I put my mind to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And same thing with auras. If you're not focusing right on something and just kind of, you know, or letting your eyes soften and off to, you can see different people's auras too. Once again, takes practice. It does take practice. And mm-hmm. I, I find releasing the need for it to happen is also helpful, right? It's because so true. this was not the first time that I tried and tried to see something and historically I would fail at it. So it's like, well, I'm, I'll just try this, you know, the thought arrived. So why don't I try that? And it actually worked. I was like, oh, wow, cool. <laughs> Delightfully <laughs> surprised because my expectation was like zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think also expecting to get the answers. And I'm going to say they may not come in the moment that you want them to come. But they, and they will may not come. be the answer that your mind wants either. Yes. 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 So true. So um, and then my, both my sister and my son smell. They, I'm not, they, well, they don't smell. They, they have the gift. Yes. Of, yes. <laughs> Claire Allianz, I think they exactly, call it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So they have super noses. Yes. So they can walk into a spot and and even, you know, say, oh, I think somebody's passed away in this at some point in this this area um, because they can smell it. They yes. Can smell it. It's fascinating. Um, and then there are, of course, other people that hear and you actually will hear the an answer. If you were to ask a question, you would hear a response. So there's just so many different ways. Yeah. And I, I know I also have the ability to like feel like sense with my hands. Mm. I can like pick up an object or touch something and go, 
Oh my. Now, I may not be able to give you the same detail I would get from knowing about it. Right. But I can tell whether it was a, a light event or a heavy event and, and some of the emotions that went on with it, even if I can't tell you the details of what it was. Yeah. And of course, there are other people that use tools too, um, a pendulum, cards, different kinds of cards, crystals, tea, reading tea leaves, you know, all the things. Muscle testing. That's Muscle one of my testing. favorites. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. As, as a scientist, I like that one because it's replicatable. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it works so well. And it's very concrete. And if you learn how to answer and structure your questions properly, it, you can get some really clear answers that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. The, the biggest thing that I find people get caught up with on that is they want to ask everything in one big, like massive question. <laughs> and it's and better it's like, to simplify. It's better, better to simplify and ask like about the big picture first. So ask whether it, it is... Uh, optimal for you to take this job in Cleveland before you ask whether your house will sell within 30 days for your asking price. <laughs> you know, and that's a really good point because often people want to know when is this going to happen and what's it going to look like? And the guides often, they don't want to give that info. They will give the overarching info, you right. know, of like you're talking about, yes, you will be moving to Cleveland. Yes, yeah, so you should take that job in Cleveland, exactly. but you may not, it may not be appropriate for you to sell your house because you might be coming back from Cleveland sooner than you realized. It yes. might make more sense to rent that house. Yes. And so if you don't open yourself to those possibilities and ask questions that would allow for other outcomes than what your little mind wants, then you end up in places where it's like, this isn't working for me because I don't get a clear yes or no. It's like, yeah, because you've put too many assumptions in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need to get out of our own way. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So how many spirit guides do people typically have? The, the usual number is about six. It's anywhere from like four to, to I haven't I haven't seen more than eight. Mm -hmm. um, at when uh, during a reading, but six is usually like the, the the typical number. Okay, I know when I was first coming into and getting to know my council, I wanted to know how how many are mm -hmm. in some way related to me or or supported me, and they said we don't want to overwhelm you. And I went, what are you talking about? Thinking you know six or eight or whatever, and they're like are you sure? You know, and there was this big back and forth and I finally like, just show me. And it was like this ocean. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I came to the conclusion that they're actually like different levels of affiliation of guides. Yep. Exactly. What we were talking about before different masters and angels and all of that. And when you need more help with something in your life, you can call in as much help as you want. Yeah. And like you're saying, you know, unlimited where you can't even <laughs> see the horizon number of guides. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I, I had been, as I said, asking, do I take a left or a right or whatever? And I kept getting sent past like these car accidents and things. And I would leave a couple of angels. But after they showed me that, I'm like, however many angels will optimally solve this. If it's thousands, leave them, you know, <laughs> I got plenty to spare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a whole tribe here. <laughs> All right. Well, we are up on our second break already. But when we come back, I want to find out 
you know, can like my grandma or some other deceased family member become one of my guides? So we'll ask about that when we come back. So if you're out there with it, if you are, you are out there with us in listener land. So grab your pen, grab your paper and take a couple of notes on maybe how you think things might be showing up for you. Do you know? Do you hear? Do you feel? What What do you suspect is your channel? And we'll be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America in influencers channel change starts here change starts now join us the voice america influencers channel you are listening to sovereign self with sophia renea morales we'd love to hear from you on the show today call in to 1-866-472-5795 again that's 1-866-472-5795 or if you'd prefer send an email to ask sophia at transformationspace.co now back to sovereign self Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm still here with Renee Spears, and we are still discussing all things spirit guides. So before we went on break, the question was, can my grandma or whatever passed over person become one of my spirit guides, or is there like a difference between a crossed over person and your spiritual council or your yeah, God squad, whatever you want to call squad, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is a difference. Now you certainly can get guidance from somebody who has passed and we all do. Um, but your, your spirit guides that I'm talking about are, are souls that have really mastered life lessons. So they probably would not be incarnating 
you know, to just come back. moments before moments you were overlapping. Before. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that that's very, very uncommon if it happens at all. So I, yeah. I mean, you know what, while we're here, I'm going to tune in and see. And the guys are like, no, that doesn't really happen. Although you can, um, of course, get messages and other yeah. guidance from people who have passed. Well, and again, I think it's it's like the layers and levels. You've got your, your core t- council, but then you've got a more expanded team as well, which may perhaps include some ancestors or whatever. Yeah. People who are concerned for you, who love you and want to see you have a good experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think of them as like level two. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Um, and they seem to be around more often right after they pass, you know, which I guess, honestly, that's kind of when we need them, when we're missing them, you know? Yeah. And they, they kind of want to support you through the grieving process. I've noticed right. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's they true. can also outstay their welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if it becomes problematic, it's good to cross them over and then they can come back after they've debriefed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so are there any limits to what you can ask your spirits guides to do? And why, are, why don't they interact with our lives more proactively than perhaps... Well, I, I think some of us would like them to be more proactive. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here to learn things. And we know that um, often we learn more when we make mistakes, when we try things. Um, so there's a lot of freedom involved and free will involved in this. And you don't have to do what your spirit guides say at all. You have free will to do whatever you want to do. And I do think on the big things that you have chosen, perhaps before this lifetime that you wanted to do, they do intervene in those things. But often some of the day-to-day stuff really is not that important. Uh, As much as we think it is. (laughs) Yes, We're not as important in our day-to-day life as we think that we are sometimes, you know. Yeah, well, and I've noticed on like some of the major learnings, right, because I read soul contracts for people which contain the major things. Those will be things that will repeat and repeat and repeat. So if you've got this thing that keeps happening, that keeps coming back around, it's because it's tied to what your soul lessons are in this life. Right, exactly. And so pay attention to those. Yeah. And if you solve that, then it won't come back anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> now you can ask for help. Help me out solving this. Help me out getting this and understanding it on a deeper level that I'm not because it's come back yeah. around 10 times. Yeah. How how on earth do I yeah, get out exactly. of this cycle? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so is there a... a a good way to ask and maybe a crappy way to ask for help or are always oh. equally good. Well, I think any time you start and end with appreciation from asking from anything is, you know, thank you for thank you for the help. Thank you for listening to me. You know, thank you for giving me clear signs. Thank you for putting it so much in front of my face that I cannot miss the signs. 
you yes. know, that sort of thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, and let's go back to the sign thing again, because I love that you were like, my son, your client said, well, my sign's going to be sunflowers. How do you kind of decide on what your sign is going to be for something? A sign that you're there, a sign that I should do this, that I shouldn't do this? I, you know, I re- well, one, I would listen, kind of tune into my own self of, um, you know, what could these things be? But I think you can pretty much choose anything if you stay with it. Yes. You know, that's part of this. Okay. Sunflower to me is going to mean that I am always connected and, you know, I'm going to take that as a good sign, as a yes sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just staying with those and kind of developing your own language. I like that idea of your own language, which is why I recommend that people kind of keep a journal Yeah, because it's helpful to like parse out the repeating signs and this sort of thing. It, it took me a while, but I've got a couple of go ahead signs that I figured out over the years. I didn't tell them this is what I want my go ahead sign to be, but it, it was something that became obvious. And one is hummingbirds. Hummingbirds is go ahead right now. (laughs) (laughs) And butterflies are like, yes, you're on the right path. Just keep doing that thing you're doing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And often people will get songs too. So, uh, yes, yes. I forget about music because, you know, and that's an easy one to write off. It's like everybody in Walmart is hearing this same song, but no, you're the one that's paying attention to it. It's for you. It's for you. Yes. And I think we discard like that, like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. just it's coincidence. It's in Walmart or. Yeah, they played it on the radio. Yeah, uh, yeah. it can't possibly be for me. So I think there's a lot of discounting when you're first starting that happens. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. (laughs) Having discounted a few things myself in my day. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Or if you don't like what it's saying. Yes. You're even more prone to throw it over when it's like, but I don't want to go down that road. You should go down that route anyway. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the interesting part of free will is this, I don't want to. Yeah. What, what's what's your experience with I don't wanna? Well, I would my experience. I have a client right now. I have to be honest. That is not I don't wanna, and she's mm-hmm. just blocking herself. She's just right now where she's not moving forward. She is stuck because she doesn't wanna. And honestly, it's her life. She can not wanna as long as she doesn't wanna. Yeah. But at some point, when things aren't working for you. You know, you got to shift to wanna. You you kind of get to this point. Well, what the heck? Let's just try it. Exactly. It and might I, not be ba- as bad as I think it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So true. Yeah, that's kind of my experience with I don't wanna. I mean, I can kick and scream and throw fit for as long as I want, and then when I go, okay, fine, I will. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> yes, and then it turns out better than you ever expected. Exactly, and everything you want is behind that I don't want to kind of headstrong, you can't make me. <laughs> yeah, and I have to be for, for myself when that comes up. It's That is one of my signs when I was like, I don't want to do that. That is my sign. Oh, my goodness. That's, the, that's the thing that's right the there. Thing. Yes. <laughs> So take a deep breath, hold your nose and bite in. And bite in, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Too funny. So 
our spirit guides? I know a lot of them are with us through our life, but do, like, do they stay with us through multiple lives? Oh, good question. I don't know the answer to that. So I'm going to ask them right now while we're on here, because I invited them all in to help us today. Um, and they said, yes, that that can happen. But often you switch them out because you're choosing to have different experiences and, and learn different things in different lifetimes. And they're kind of customized mm-hmm. where, you know, like I, we're really good at growing businesses or real, really good at helping you be or grieving or whatever, or interpersonal relationships, interpersonal or, relationships, yeah. whatever that may be. And that varies lifetime to lifetime. Apparently I'm just learning this myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so yes, that can happen, but it it's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So back to your origin, what was the first thing that you realized that you had channeled? business plans. I, um, because I had all of those years in business and I kind of thought right away when I was starting this new thing that I'll just be a business mentor. And then I realized that I would get people's whole business plans downloaded to me. Like you should do this, 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 this. And I think only because I speak that language, I speak business, you know, and I understand it. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I like to tell people because, you know, occasionally you get these clients who have like seen all all the people, all the readers, all the seers, all the everything. It's like, keep in mind what you're going to get from each one. If you ask them the same question, is going to come through their filter of their life experience because that's the language they speak. Yep. And so when you're going from reader to reader to reader and going, well, this one talked about the interpersonal aspects of running my company. And this other one talked about, you know, business plans. And this other one talked about accounting and shit. It's like, why, why is there this different in focus? Because that's the language each of them speak. It's going to come through their filter. That's absolutely true. I've had um, a lot of grief in my life. And that is, I will get multiple people that are like, so-and-so passed away. And the next thing I thought is I have to call Renee. And I don't know why they're calling, but then when immediately it's like, oh, it's the grief. You know, I I speak grief. I understand it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So how is it that your gift comes out into the world today? How do you work with people? Or how do people work with you better? (laughs) (laughs) So I, um, the majority of my business is one-on-one consultations where they can just book online on my website, which is abundology.com. And they can come for either a 30-minute, 60-minute, 90-minute session, whatever they feel like it is that they need. And um, ask anything that they want. Often it's business people that want to know, (laughs) should I do this? Should I do this? Um, but often it's not, it's just, you know, everyday people that wanted to stay positive and stay on their path. And, and I do a lot of reassuring because most of my clients already know it. 
And then they'll come to me and I will say it and they'll be like, I knew it. That's what I've been thinking. So <laughs> but I, I just needed it affirmed. <laughs> I just needed somebody else to tell me. Exactly. All right. Well, we're down to the last two minutes. Would you like to share what your gift is? I know you brought a gift for the yes, listeners. I am more than happy to offer 50% off a session with me and just use the coupon code inner peace. And that can give you a little taste of, you know, what is possible that we're talking about today. Beautiful. So if you go to SovereignSelf.media, as usual, all of Renee's information will be up at the top of the page. Her website's out there, her coupon code and all of that good stuff is out there. And you can connect with her at 50% off, which is a beautiful thing. So just in our last 30 seconds here, what would be your final words of wisdom? Trust yourself. Trust the messages that you're getting, you know, that I, in my experience, there aren't false messages that you get. <laughs> so if you're getting something and you're, and it's not coming from the small you that we're talking about, the small mind, um, trust it, but it's really happening. You're not crazy. This really is happening. Thank you. That is beautiful. And thank you to everyone who joined us today. I love so much that you come and listen into these conversations. I love it when you participate in these conversations. And I love to get email from you. So reach out to me at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And uh, let me know what you think of the show, any questions you have, suggestions for guests to be on. It's all welcome. And uh, until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 